Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. In our Western society, so much of what's missing, and so much of the, so much of the insecurity, and so many of the problems among our kids and our young adults, is the fact that this isn't being done anymore. And you've got those two extremes: it's not being done at all, or it's abusive. And both are evil. Both are evil. Discipline is a God-ordained aspect of the parent-child relationship. If you look at how he treats us, it gives you a perfect example of how to balance mercy, grace, and correction with your own children. As Pastor Robert will remind you in today's message, it's vital that you teach your children the difference between right and wrong, and that each bears its own consequences. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Even have people ask me, is God punishing me because of my dad, my grandfather? Let me answer that for you once and for all. Easy, this is one of those easy ones for a pastor. The answer is no. No. How do I know that? Because the Bible says Jesus took all of our punishment when he went to the cross. But here's the thing. See, what the Bible teaches us is that God disciplines those he loves. If you're his child, the Bible says you can expect his discipline in your life because he loves you. Don't even get me started. You know, I mean, one of the things that's got our society so screwed up today is that we've walked away from biblical discipline. Not child abuse. Biblical discipline is not child abuse. My wife came from Denmark. It's illegal to spank your children in Denmark. So we had to have some discussions because I said, listen, the Bible says you don't hate your child if you apply the rod of correction. Not applying the rod of correction is actually hateful to your child. So we're not going to do it in anger. It's going to be a last resort. It's going to be for rebellion, not for every little thing. It's not going to be for our convenience. It's going to be out of love. It's going to be carefully measured. It's going to be thoughtful but it's going to be because it's the right thing. It's the wise thing. It's the wise thing to do it lovingly, carefully, biblically. And I believe that, that in, our, in our Western society, so much of what's missing and so much of the, so much of the insecurity and so many of the problems among our kids and our young adults is the fact that this isn't being done anymore. 
And you've got those two extremes. It's not being done at all, or it's abusive. And both are evil. Both are evil. Send me an email if you want to discuss it, okay? My email address is pastorjp at... <laughs> I'm kidding. But the, the Bible says that, that he, Jesus deals gently with us. He deals with us, but he deals gently with us. Unless you reject him altogether, in which case you're on your own. You're free to do that. So you can avoid the discipline of, of God. You can reject him. But if you do that, you're on your own. And you'll still suffer the consequences of your foolishness, which is often what he uses in his discipline, and then you'll also face his judgment at the end of the age. It doesn't matter if you call yourself a Christian. Actually, I think there are going to be a lot of surprised folks, philosophical Christians. Because, see, if you're living life the way you want to live it, without even asking for his guidance and input and direct, you're not searching for his wisdom in the Scriptures, you're, you're not actively following Jesus, then... Well, you don't know him. And you're going to suffer the consequences and you're going to face the judgment because you're effectively rejecting him even though you say you believe in him. Matthew seven twenty two. Jesus said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You practice lawlessness. Now, that's scary to a lot of people. It need not be scary if you're actually following him, if you're actually talking to him every day and, and you're looking to the scriptures to give you wisdom and to guide you. And, but if you're, getting, if you're getting your wisdom from our culture and you're following after popular opinion, a great example of that is this issue of spanking. There are many others. But if, that, if that's who's setting your attitudes, well, then that's who you're following. You're not following Jesus. You're following everybody else. And apparently you don't really want to know him. And he respects that decision. He will allow you to reject him. But if you want God to be the God of your life, then he'll deal gently with you. He will deal gently with you. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus again. He, he, Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And there's that idea again that we see coming up in the book of Hebrews of resting in him, trusting him, trusting him. You know, one of, the, one of the most radical things that I'm still trying to really get it settled down so deeply in my life that it's no longer an issue at all. I'm not there yet. But, but when we reach that place where we recognize he's God, he's right, and he's trustworthy, it, it relieves so much tension. We don't have to figure out everything. We don't have to, we don't have to dissect it all and, and analyze it and get it all figured out. And well, what about... What about spanking? And, well, you know, what about abortion? And, well, you know, what about this? What about, no, no, no. If it's in the Bible, he's, he's got it figured out. It's there. We just have to accept it and ask for his help then to adjust to it. 
and live it out. Because remember, he doesn't bend to us. He's right. We, we have to bend and adjust to him, therefore. And he'll help us to do that. He will deal gently with us. He will teach us. He will transform us. He will train us. And, and he does more than that. Look again, Hebrews 5, 1 and 2. The Bible says that he gives gifts. That's the second thing I want us to talk about. The first one, he deals gently with us. The second is that he gives gifts. What a fitting subject as we approach this Christmas season, this season of gift giving. God has a lot to say on the subject of giving and being generous. In Luke 6.38, Jesus said, Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Wow, what a statement. What a statement. And it's, it's the Lord Jesus revealing something to us about God's created order, about his design, about the way he designed everything to function. Listen to it again. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Now, that statement is repeated in the Scriptures. It's repeated in two different contexts. One has to do with judgment. Oh, you, you think God has gifted you to be the critic of everybody else on the planet? With the same measure you use, he said, it'll be measured back to you. You set yourself up as judge and jury for, it, for all the other people upon whom your sin looks much more disgusting, right? I mean, my, my sin looks worse on you, I've learned. I mean, on me, I, I judge myself by my intentions. I judge you by your actions. He says, be careful about that because with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. So don't be too critical. You, you want mercy? Be merciful. You, you want compassion and gentleness? Well, be compassionate and gentle. You, 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 want, you want love? Well, then be loving. You want generosity? Then be generous. That's the other context. He applies it specifically in the context of money. Give and it'll be given to you. With the same measure that you use, it'll be measured back to you. And he goes on, the Bible does. Isaiah 32, 8 says... A generous man devises generous things, and by generosity he shall stand. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we, talk, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and, and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, MainThingRadio.com. 
Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.